are too. Um, try some lithium. It actually directly helps with suicidality. Um, might make your balls fall off, though. So, good luck, guys. Love the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, that sounds like a classic win-win. We get uh, We get better. We feel good. And you yank all the shit off the table because you can't help but pull a fucking cord like a stupid mouse. Yeah, fucking fucking mouse is pulling cords. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you've never met a mouse. That's interesting. How cute. Never met a mouse. Welcome to YKS. We got an hour, okay? No, please put the your... The clock is counting down. Put your all big right. fucking mitts on and slap the microphone around some more. For bop, fuck's bop, sake. Bop, bop, bop. And this is the fucked up thing about it is we're on opposite sides of the table now for the first time ever and possibly the last time. I hate it. We're on opposite sides of the table. I thought, oh, it's just this setup. It's got not, nothing else to look at. It's now, not you know? this setup. It's you. It's you cannot me. stop yeah. slapping the microphone. I, I got to do something with my hands. I don't know what it is. Fucking do anything other than touch the sensitive audio equipment. I mean, it's completely Rubbing ridiculous. Them together. Uh, anyway, the guy who sent that email that said that we are depressed, or sent a voicemail, right? Yeah, fucking email, idiot. Okay. Go on. <laughs> That guy also, he, he also called in and did a, a, rend, a rendition of a theme for us. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? But he did it over the phone. Oh, yeah. And it cut out. And you couldn't hear anything. So I'm telling him if he's going to listen to this. Fucking. Get in the fucking studio. It's not that hard. Put it to wax. Put a fucking arrangement together. I liked it. I want to hear so. it. I want to hear it in good quality so I can play it on the show. So thanks for that. Also, I, w- I wanted to comment. I have a quick, I have a quick comment. <laughs> Before we get into this, this isn't Jesse's floor. Fucking <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Let's um, hear what it is. Before Mike overtakes me with his his <laughs> t- torrent of things he's got to say, uh, I have noticed. Well, I, I think uh, this has been true for a while, but I've only just now put it together. Is it not amazing the disparity in voicemails and emails that we get? What do you mean? It's incredible. Now, here's here's what our email inbox is like. Okay. Email inbox is, a, is basically like this. Uh, first of all, nothing. The first layer is nothing is in there. Then second layer is 70% of it is someone said, hey, I saw this thing. You should talk about it on the show. That, fine. I like that's mm-hmm. okay to dig through and, and grab helpful. some stuff right now. Yeah. It's, it, that's helpful and they're helping out. And then the the remainder is incomprehensible to me. I do not know what the rest of the stuff is that people are sending. They've they've got their own jokes that they're doing on us that I don't know mm-hmm. what they are. Many of them, we do have some nice heartfelt emails from people, but we're looking for content. We gotta have content, you know. It says, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Just a lot a of them say of, fuck you. A yeah. lot of them will start out, and and this was our fault. A lot of them will start out saying something nice and then say something horrible at the end. 
And we did yeah, that. Yeah, they we, switch it up on you. you we know? did that because that's what we were reading for a while. We need some good emails. We have more voicemails than we can ever possibly listen to. We need some good emails. Let's do an all voicemail show, you know? Well, we can do that. At the end of Jessuary, we can go back and listen to all the voicemails. But by then, the voicemails that are there now are going to be gone. They're yeah. going to be pushed down the pile with other voicemails. It's, it's, it's surprising to me. I think it's easier to write a voicemail than to call. Don't you think that's easier? You think it's easier to write an email versus than, call, right? Than to call someone. That's yeah, what I yeah, think. Yeah. I, th- I like the ones, I guess we'll just talk about it. I like the ones that, sure. where people call and leave voicemails and then the, they'll try to do a bit and then the bit doesn't land. So they're like, don't play this on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think that's you that he's talking about, it's, it's not, not. It's somebody else. Because it's a different guy. It's probably about three to four people a day <laughs> do that thing. So that's not, it's not necessarily you. Yeah, those are very good. There are some where, uh, and of course, one way that we screen the voicemails is I just look at what Google Translate says about the voicemail. Yeah. Which um, makes it sound crazier than it probably is 90, that's true. 90% of the time. So you got to do a little bit of translating of your own. Because tra- it it, it's, not, it's not that great, the translation stuff. It's pretty hit or miss. I can see in there if someone's doing a Mike's fat mom joke, and then I can say, yeah. okay, I don't want to play this because we've done this, <laughs> and he's going to get mad at me. Yeah. But The uh, Jesse's fat mom stuff... Good to go. Fast track that on the next episode. <laughs> um, but we got we got so many good voicemails. I feel bad that we can't play all the voicemails. That's all. I just have, I think what it is. I just have guilt about not playing all of the voicemails because so yeah. many of them are very very good, and people are calling us while they're driving. I guess that's what it is. Is they can do it while they're doing something else, right? Uh huh. They're in the car. They hit the little Bluetooth speaker thing on their phone, and they say. Dial 802-359-7477. And then they call in and they say something into it. And they say, well, that's that. We get a lot of voicemails at like 4 or 5 in the morning sometimes. We got a lot of... Uh, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. going to sleep at that time. And then I'll be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Are you going to work? Right. Opposite schedule of me. A little bit, yeah. Those guys need to get it together, huh? They do seem like the ones that are having the problem, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what I wanted to say. Well, I'm glad you said it. It was a great thing to talk about. It was very interesting, and everyone applauds you for uh, fucking taking over half of the fucking show to talk about the fucking dumb thing you wanted to talk about. Well, you're right. You know what? And now it's your turn, Mike. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear what you fucking prepared <laughs> what, for the episode. What I wanted of to talk about trash. today was... <laughs> I don't got nothing. Um, we can give an update on the Okok watch. I was really disappointed with this. If you've been listening to YKS Premium, first of all, you know it's Jessuary. That's ongoing right now. Uh, later this week, we got a great uh, talk with our friend Dan O'Sullivan, and we will be discussing Van Helsing, uh, the monster, the monster flick classic. And before that, though, we did uh, what we do often, which is we did the what the fund, and we had the poll out. Uh, what should we fund? Yeah, Jesse had his poll out, and then we got asked to leave the mall. Okay, what were we doing in the mall together? Let's. I know what you were doing in there. Let's flesh this out. What were we out? doing? Let's see, Mike. What were we doing in the mall? We have our setting. Now, what is our motivation? <laughs> no, what, can I get... I need an activity. <laughs> Buying your wife a greeting card. <laughs> okay, I heard pulling your pole out. <laughs> we, uh, we had the pole up. We did. We had a few different... Um, we had a few different options. We had the Roxy Car Karaoke, which I'm glad we didn't have to do that one. I would have loved that. You would have liked a little that. little car karaoke action. I didn't, you. because what what was bothering me about it is I know to have done it right, we we would need to get the GoPros and put them in the car and do yeah. it like James Corden. Yeah. And maybe we'll fucking do maybe that we'll still. Do it. 
Who Why knows? can't we it's do that? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Why couldn't we do a video of us doing carpool karaoke? Would that be good? Would people like that? I'd have fucking celebs on. Yeah, I don't see why we couldn't do this. Yeah. We could get Martina McBride to come on and... I think we get Martina McBride. I think come we... On. I think One we... of the Judds, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we have a line in with some, uh, with some professional football players, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, there was also Judge Your Friends, which was a shitty card game from the makers of some other shitty card game. There was the Donald Trump Firestarters, which I actually thought was kind of a neat product. Um, uh, it was the ones that were in the egg carton. That was like the thing you put in the bottom of a grill oh, or yeah, a fireplace yeah. or whatever. It actually seemed fine. Um, and then there was the Okok watch, which was a watch that was sort of in like a uh, like a 90s Nickelodeon aesthetic. And it had a penis on it that would go around. And did it also have balls? Yeah, the penis was the hour hand and the right. balls were the minute hand maybe or maybe that's backwards and there's a cum for the second hand so they thought of everything jf i thought it was a funny looking watch i would have worn the watch you would not have worn the watch you would have worn it to take a picture of it and then taken it off and sent it to somebody well i can't wear it till my kid's school (laughs) according to parenting mr farrar wonderful for you to come (laughs) join us now do you have do you know what time it is Uh but i forgot my phone Uh i just need to see what time it is right uh, now I would have worn it unless it was one of those like super cheap Disney watches that came in the VHS. Uh huh. Did you ever see those? Did yeah. you know anything about those? Yeah. I don't. I truly They're don't like know the... if my mom still has them, but that was like the special edition thing, like the big VH, the big clamshell VHS, along with the limited edition Little Mermaid watch. What or were they thinking with that big? That's so much plastic for a VHS cassette. Isn't that crazy? It was huge, Michael. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Michael. The fuck is Michael. That? I don't think he's ever said Michael, so we don't no. know how he says it. Um, yeah, the big watch. So if it, if it showed up like that, and it was like plastic, you could like hold it up and like see through it. It was like gel or something. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be into it. But if it yeah. was a decent, yeah, if it was, I would wear it. It's kind of cute. It doesn't, it's not grotesque. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like a nasty grotesque little cartoon little thing. watch, you know, little secret joke for you and I guess yourself. Looking at this watch, just me because I wouldn't show it. it I would not show it to anyone. I wouldn't show it to anybody. Anyway, uh, what's up with it? It didn't get. uh, It didn't get funded. So, despite our pledge of whatever it was, like we did three of them. So, God, what was it like? A hundred and something dollars we gave them. Yeah, we gave them a hundred and five euro, which I don't know what that is. One hundred and five euro to USD. That's one hundred and fourteen dollars and ninety seven cents. Uh huh. And it still couldn't pull through. Finished with nine thousand sixty eight dollars of. Okay, I see now. They wanted $40,500. Yeah, that's not good. That's a lot to ask for for a novelty watch. 40 grand? Could it really cost that much? I don't know. It does look kind of cool. I haven't I haven't seen I haven't seen 40 grand in a long while. You no, you haven't. Uh 40 grand. Um is that when I came over and ate 60% of your most favorite candy bar? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, it's one of your favorite candy bars. <laughs> Anyways, that was the Yokok watch. We're not going to get that. I wish we had gotten it. We did everything we could possibly do on that, short of, honestly, short of pu- buying advertising for the damn thing. Maybe we should have. I have a lot of regrets about it. Maybe um, we should have. I used to work at this place, and they'd send it. 
I forget what the thing the thing of it was, mm-hmm. but they gave all the employees like a huge jar of a hundred grand candy bars as a sly type of well, we can't really afford whatever this was. I think it was like a maybe like a, some perk. I forget what the fuck it was. Oh, but it's, you're saying not in lieu of a bonus or raise. It was similar to that, but it was like some some accoutrement bullshit right okay right but they were like oh we got to this we could spend a hundred grand on this or whatever the fuck yeah everybody had a good laugh and then they laid us off that was very funny that in was, retrospect very funny that was very a funny bit. joke because you know they probably knew they were doing it when yeah, they were giving when out they were the planning <laughs> when the hr lady was going to <laughs> we're gonna the do the candy bar candy thing, store and then a couple months later we got this on the roadmap. that's awesome but I do think at the end of the day, bosses are your friend and companies are there to help. That's I mean, I they get, they're there to make money. You know, it is what it is. You know, they're not right. your friends. <laughs> Tonight, Mike is the Oscars. So by the time people will hear this, we will already know the results of the world's most fabulous. If, if you're hearing this and you know what the results are, tell us so we can freaking bet on it, huh? Yeah. Go frequency style. Pull up your radio. You ever see that movie? Radio. Frequency. Sad. Yeah, also, also sad. sad. <laughs> Both kind of sad movies. Um, uh-huh. He uses uh, the the magic of uh, FM radio. FM radio to talk to his dead dad. Is that might right? Be, might be AM radio. I don't know. Yeah, his dad's like, uh, hey, you know, I'm listening to radio. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh, I'm also listening to radio. Me too, I guess. Strange. End of movie. One of the first DVDs I owned. Yeah. Frequency. I think the first DVDs that people owned were universally bad DVDs. I don't think anyone had the first DVD. Van Wilder or something. Yeah, that's all that shit. That there's yeah. no, there's no first DVD that has lasted through, and you're <laughs> you still have it, and you're like, that's good. Yeah. There's no good one. I had Frequency. I guess one of the first ones I had was Saving Private Ryan. I want to say, which I think held up for a while, like audio visually. But thematically, I think now maybe we're not as big a fan of Saving Private Ryan as maybe we were then. Yeah. Um, God, what are some other ones? Because I think I think I first got them when the PlayStation Two came out. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Do you mean what about, were your... those, about the same time? I never collected. You never had a DVD. I never collected physical media. No. Really? Yeah. What was your first movie you downloaded? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I mean, non-porno, non-parody MP3 file thing. Oh, non-porno. Let's see. I, I mean, what would have been know. the... Like, the first time you sat down and said, I want to pirate not uh-huh. something for venal pleasure. I have no idea. I want to just watch something. Spider-Man 2001, maybe, or something Probably, like that. Right? I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Something shitty. Same font as on the PlayStation 3, right? Yeah. Yes. And now they're coming out with PlayStation 5. It's like time fucking goes by, you know. And we're sitting here just letting it pass right by us. We really are. That's very sad to think about. We're just sitting here letting time wash over us. The world is out out those doors Mm -hmm. or windows Mm. is a whole fucking world full of people doing their business, you know. And And they've left us behind. They really have. We're in here slapping our microphones around. Fucking thumbs up our assholes. I really thought maybe it was because this thing broke and I had to put a rubber band on it. I was like, is that why he's slapping the mic? <laughs> well, look at this. No. Look at this right here. That's this not... Is, well, this who cares? Don't touch this it. This is wobbly. Who cares? Get that wobble out. How does that hurt you? I don't know. Because I know it's there. It's foolish. All right, Mike. Um, if you're done slapping everything around, let's do the six pack. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to the motherfucking six pack. Mike, we've got six Kickstarters here. Why don't we go through them uh, and say what it is about them that has crawled so far up our butts and died that we're letting out stinks like this onto the show, huh? Okay, I got one. It's called, uh, hey, speaking of uh, the butt area, you know, I got one called Butt Hurt. That's good. The card game. Butt Hurt, the card game. You know when people say, hey, man, you butt hurt. You got your, your butt hurts. I remember having heard that maybe once or twice several yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then people were like, actually, don't say butt hurt because yeah. it implies maybe someone had sex with you in your butt. I guess. I, guess, I mean, I guess, I guess. Seems like a stretch to me. We're all the way over the fucking uh, monkey bars on this shit. <laughs> no, the, the, that, you know, none of that shit makes any sense to me. Yeah. I, you know what? Here's, I'm, I will just not say butthurt because it sounds stupid. And yeah. if I'm going to get, if I'll get a point or two for not saying butthurt. Because it's offensive. Then that's fine. It's I'm happy to pocket those extra yeah. points of not saying. I wasn't going to say it anyway. <laughs> that's little skin off my <laughs> nose, man. I don't need it. I'll say it for the rest of the episode, so you don't have to. Yeah. But hurt the card game. Game night will never be the same. The but hurt card game. It's played among friends that reveals the sometimes uncomfortable truth, and it's brutally hilarious. <laughs> On top of it. What if it were actually? What if it actually were funny? Isn't that difficult to imagine it being yeah. actually funny? Oh no! This was on the Rizzuto show. I think we can Scroll play a little bit of this here. video. This is, is this the, is this these guys playing the game or is this? It is Mike. Okay. This is um. So this is it is a. Remember card. when we played some fucking card game on the show and it was like the longest, twenty minutes of my entire life. Yeah, and I wanted to die. That you're talking about bears versus babies. We played one time. Sucked fucking ass. Do you remember what the mechanics of that game were? <laughs> no, it was a fucking mystery because it was it was like. You had to, like, do math, right? You had to do math no because... No thanks. Yeah. I'm not Stephen Hawking, dude. I will go... I will not... I would rather not do a bunch of uh, arithmetic. I was told there would be punch and pie and no math. <laughs> um, but you used to... Uh, yeah, what you did was you take the little... You take the bear parts and then you take the baby parts. And it would be, like, chainsaw bear. And then it would be, like, exploding gassy fart baby. And then you'd... You try to build up the bear monster to yeah. destroy the baby, and you have to like save him. Oh, this is minus three. Well, this is plus four. If, well, it's like a one. So, if you can possibly contain your laughter for however long it takes you to add up the points that you get from the fart right bear baby, you're gonna have a good time. If you can uh, stop laughing for five seconds. I'm laughing right now just talking about I'm laughing. it because it's so funny. I'm laughing. I'm laughing really hard. Um, this video, let's see, this may be, I don't know if the promo video, what it's like. Butthurt game, it says. Okay, it's just stock footage. Okay, well. I thought maybe they would have someone playing the game that wasn't like on the radio, but no, they didn't do that. Let's play the radio video. This is on... So, like, a lot of times with these games, when they throw money into the advertising, they have, like, the staged game with all the friends and like mm. all the friends are hot and then there's like a, yeah. i think a couple weeks ago there was like a funny grandma in there too yeah and that's sort of what you're working with with these things or other times it's just two fat podcasters <laughs> but it's still really funny when they do it some would say even funnier but in this case it's just on i guess like a 
I don't know what this is. Mike, can you look up what this show is while I play the video? The Riz Show Butthurt Game is what they're playing here. It's four guys. It looks like a radio station. I don't know. Maybe they just got a better setup than me. Here we go. It's been a while, but Tony's got the cards. And it's time to play the Butthurt Game. That's right. Butthurt. I got a drop? Yeah. So explain, Tones. So the way the game is supposed to work is it's kind of like uh, Cards Against Humanity, but everybody has a number, and then you flip a card. I wonder if the guys who made the Butthurt game like that comparison or <laughs> yeah. don't. Ooh, actually, it's not it like was that. on the coffee, do not read. Yeah, and, you... and it's either a red card or a blue card. The blue card is a good card. Who's the most likely to make the most money out of everybody? Mm -hmm. And everybody puts their guess in, and you're supposed to collect the cards. Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I mean, that's, that's fun. That's the real version. We but play like our version. We better. play the the Riz Show butthurt game, which is I just take the negative cards and then I uh, I basically we have five of them here. We select one of the cards, we ask the question, and then everybody you cannot pick yourself has to pick. Yeah, you gotta write down your answer, best. guys. No lying. All right. So you have to tell us who it is and why. Mm -hmm. King Scott loves this game. Yeah, so fun. Yep. Okay. Just to build each other up. <laughs> Let's get the first card. Pick a number, one through five. Who, who do you want to pick first? Scott, go ahead. Six. Pick a number. Uh, let's go three. 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 <laughs> this is on, like, the radio. It's one thing to have a podcast where nothing happens. The Rizzuto Show is on 105.7 The Point. And that's out of who knows where that is. <laughs> it looks like it's... Uh, California somewhere. No, it's... Uh, well, it's radio K. Radio St. Louis. It's K, so it is on the other side of the... It's on the is western it? side of the U.S. That's how they do it. Oh, K yeah. is on that side. W is on this side. KPNT, Collinsville, Illinois, broadcasting in greater St. Louis. That's what's up. Holy shit. Is this true? What's up? What Yo, the they fuck? got a real or fake. They Did got a real that? or fake. What the fuck? Can you guess if these cans are all, nat <laughs> all natural or silicone? That's actually what it is. That's oh, I thought really you were joking. Good. That's really good. They have these ladies... Uh, mail in their breasts, I guess. Oh my god! And then they say whether they're uh, real or fake. We should have done that. God damn, that's so much that better on? than what we fucking did. Okay. Entry one: Rizzo, Patricia, Patrico, Moon, Burton, King Scott. All answered real. The listener said fake. Fifty-three percent. You can click to see full size. Oh, I'm clicking. You know, I'm clicking. The answer. What the fuck? They don't show me the answer? I gotta know if those cans are real. It's brought to you by Patricia's Gift Shop, where fun and fantasy meet. Looks like a, an Oklahoma City, Oklahoma porno store. Oh, they have they have some in St. Louis as well. Patricia's Gift Shop. You can buy porno and I guess dildos and stuff at that store, and that's why they're sponsoring the titty segment. Um, wow. Uh... Spending way too long on this titty segment. I didn't. Like, yeah. Ladies, do you think you have a set that can fake us out? A faceless picture of your cleavage could score you, you a $100. Audience. <laughs> I was like, don't actually do that. Uh, uh, a faceless picture of your cleavage could score you a $100 Patricia's gift certificate. Send Rizzuto that's and fucking, Patrico your anonymous photo. Tight. Now. My titties are just sitting here. That's what the ladies are. I, I need to be, be monetizing my titties. $100. This is. This is. This is vile, right? Is this weird? It's just some radio shit. I just can't believe that this would be something you would write about as like uh, you would say, this is like a joke for Howard Stern. Yeah. 
E1 then, parody of something. Real or fake competition. Cast your vote whether these cans are real or fake and listen Friday at the 9 a.m. hour for the... These motherfuckers think about titties at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. you're doing this? You just woke up, bro. Can't be thinking about titties as soon as you wake up. You got to get some uh, orange juice or something. They do, and, yeah. they do have a lot of pictures of breasts on the website, though. I will Click say Click it that. off. Get out of here. We got a show to do. Okay. Freaking pervert. Bookmarked. Um... Anyways, let's see. Did they do any cards yet? Like, this is a big... Like, we're not going to do all five. If you wouldn't have closed your eyes, what would you have paid? F4. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Go ahead, Tones. The question is, who is the dumbest? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh boy. So out of the five of us, who is the dumbest? The dumbest. Oh, man, we're all so equal. It's tough. I know it's this not is, me. So it's tough right. because if you if you if you break it down, like if you would break it down into categories, you could probably find something like he's the dumbest when it comes to this. Like when it comes to mail trucks, Riz is the dumbest. Overall dumbest. Dumbest. <laughs> but this is overall dumbest. It also says who has the ugliest genitals. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, there's also, in the suggested videos, there's one from the same channel, same radio station that says, Donnie Fandango takes his only tush shot from 2018. Is this what's going on the fucking radio? Morning radio is so funny to me. Drive time radio is very, very I funny atmosphere. I did not know that this was what was going on on the radio. <clears throat> well, keep it up, I guess. Some... 98.8, the fart. I with, mean... with Dr. Cum and the beaver. Today we're going to be farting on some titties today in the studio. It's going to be really stinky, so hope you guys and everybody in like the what? Yeah. The oil ladies, change bay is like, yeah. Lady's driving down I-75 like putting her mascara on. The guy's like balancing his coffee yeah. in a banana like, oh my God, I hope they fart again. I hope. That was <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. Man, it'd be so fucking cool to be farting on titties all day. Yeah, they're right about that. Anyways, butt hurt game. It's like cards against humanity. If you're a ra- if you're a morning radio ho- uh, DJ who is on cocaine at nine a.m., yeah, this is this is what you're all about. One hundred and thirty-seven dollars of twenty-five grand. Five backers, twenty-six days to go. What do you think? Make it? Not make it? I I don't think. I mean, <clears throat> that doesn't seem like a that doesn't seem very good to me. Yeah, I don't um, think they're gonna make it. Next one we got, uh, this is called the Sorta White Album. Thanks to Zeke for sending this one in. Is The name of the band is Compromat. Trump is our muse. This is, uh, this is music, Mike. Um, you've heard of it, maybe? Led Zeppelin, The Stones. <laughs> I actually did hear on the radio because my, uh, my wife, I had to take her car in to get a recall service. There was a recall on it. Yeah. Which nowadays means they got to go in and reprogram the computer in the car. I'm like, uh, thanks, hold, guys. Hold on. Computer in a car. You got you already lost me, James. I thought I was driving a stick shift, not a map top, you yeah. know? And. Oh, this is actually a map top. You purchased a map top for your wife. I did not realize I had taken out a 60-month loan to pay off this map top. But they got it fixed. And they stuck me with a rental car. Mm-hmm. So I was driving around a Dodge Grand Caravan. Uh, and it di- it didn't have any of the bells and whistles. Let's say. Oh, you need the bells and whistles. Jan. I need the bells and the whistles. Where's the GPS? Where's the you know steering yeah. wheel? Where's the uh, 
you know. Where's the bottom of the car? Where's the <laughs> where my feet sit so they don't hit the interstate? Um, so I'm I'm driving around in this thing and uh, it doesn't have any plugs. Yeah, for my phone or it, I think it maybe had a plug, but I didn't have my cord. I left my cord in the other thing. Mm-hmm. So I turn on the terrestrial radio and normally I would listen to the sports radio. And uh, I guess that's what it, I guess that's what I was on. I was listening to sports radio, and they were just talking about whatever because they ran out of sports to figure out. And they were they were saying, "Did you did you see who's coming to uh, did you see who's coming to Birchstone? Birchstone Arena is the big. This is where the Predators play here in Who Nashville. is coming? Yeah, the Rolling Stones are coming to Bridgestone Arena. <clears throat> the guy was like, "Have you ever yeah. seen the Stones? Like, no, I've never seen the Stones before. Oh, they're great. How could you possibly believe that?" <laughs> How could you possibly believe the Rolling Stones are great? Yeah. Right now, seeing them, I mean, first of all, never cared for their music at all. Never cared about any other songs? Never got down to the Classic. Classic. Shut the fuck up. Don't need to hear it. No. What if I was like super into the Stones and you just found out right now? Blow me away. That would blow me apart if I knew that you were into the Stones. If the Rolling Stones never existed, I'd be fine. I don't think I would miss a fucking night's sleep about it. Don't care. But they're coming to Bridgestone Arena and up to 45,000 53-year-olds are going to be jammed (laughs) in there. How much do their tickets go for, I wonder right now? Rolling Stones, Bridgestone Arena. I mean, haven't they retired several times? They have. I think they're going to do it. Like the Aerosmith guy is just going to do it until they physically collapse, I guess. Well, another thing that I thought was weird. Did you see that uh, the Eagles are doing... Now now we're talking. <laughs> Big Eagles head, too. The Eagles, to me, are better <laughs> than the Rolling Stones. Oh, not to me. All the same. All the classic. Well, they're covers. different. They have different songs. <laughs> You ever hear Desperado? It's a killer track. I used to Hotel like, California. I used to like those songs, yeah. Hell life. You still do. You love it. You sing it every day before you go to sleep. I don't want I don't want to get a life. Um the oh, I guess the tickets aren't on sale yet. Um Are the Rolling Stones planning a 2020 concert tour? One that would include a stop in Nashville? All signs point to yes, and we mean literal signs. So they they did like the you know the thing where it's like the tongue and the mm-hmm. mouth or whatever. Yeah. They're just putting billboards out throughout Nashville that say they're going to come maybe at some point. Anyway, don't remember what I was talking about. Um I'm going to play this song now. Some say he's mentally ill. Mentally. Some say he's dumb as a bug. Some say he must be demented. Some say it must be a drug. Some say it's mutant self-love I say it's all the above His brain is twisted from Fox His brain is twisted from tweeting He had a bad mom and dad It's all the burgers he's eating Some say mutant self-love All the above That's that's what it was. That's one of the tracks from the Sorta White album. It says the ascent of a seedy lowlife to the highest office in the land has perversely been an inspiration to legions of writers, journalists, artists, psychologists, academics, pretty much anyone with a brain, a rudimentary sense of humor, and a firm grasp on the concept of right and wrong. Trump, 
is our muse. This is actually something that you heard before Trump took office, is that, do you remember people saying, well, at least Punk will be back? Yeah. And now Green Day has released a 26-minute album that stinks out loud. Um, What the muse ordered me to do after the election of 2016 was to get to work on songs that ridicule him. The result is this collection of 12 Trump songs, mainly rock and roll, with a couple of countryish tunes thrown in under the band name Compromat. I wrote them all with the exceptions of I Do It to Own the Libs, which I co-wrote with Ellis Weiner, co-author with me of Monsters of the Ivy League and White House, a parody of the Jimi Hendrix blues tune Red House. I mean, that sounds good right there. Um, let's see. Some of the songs, like All the Above and Russian Agent Man, are about Trump. Some, I Wish I Were Religious, Show Us Your Transcripts Man, are addressed directly to him. Some are from his point of view, what's in it for me, where is everybody, and one, I do it to own the libs, is from the perspective of a MAGA hat wearing moron. So, is is it, you think it's good to take the piss out of our president like this? Uh, if, <clears throat> you're asking me for, uh, you want my serious opinion? I don't think it's good. I want the raw, unfiltered The mic. president is there because we voted for him. All of us voted for him to be in that a high appointed office of right and how and how special it is and for to have people to, to say jokes about it it's extremely fucked up Jack. or to sing jokes too yeah. right because that's what this is at the end of the day to sing really good jokes I'm under <laughs> no illusion that these songs are capable of bringing this idiotic evil to a screeching halt I do admit. That I've had a fantasy in which a couple months from now, Don Jr. storms into the private dining room next to the Oval Office, sobbing, Daddy, some mean person made a mean record about you. We have to lock him up. And his father, face reddening, eyes glued to his giant screen TV, barks, I'm watching Fox and Friends. Don't bother me. Cool. What are we going to... This is, this is, I have a serious question. <laughs> what are we going to do after Trump is gone yeah. and, and dead? Mm-hmm. When he dies of of old age in his bed, like all yeah. monsters, what are we gonna do when he's gone, and the people like this are still like living in this weird fantasy where they're like a part of the same world as Trump? I mean, they'll just vote for Hillary Clinton or something. I don't know. Yeah, just fucking smooth brain moron. I can't believe how broken everything is. Yeah. That's life, JF. Everything sucks. What I like to do on a Saturday night I go to a gay bar downtown I get stinking drunk Call Pelosi a punk Then I puke when I slip and fall down but I do it to own the lives. Yes, I do it to own the lives. I know it upsets them. It pains them. It gets them. I do it to own the lives. I hear of a place where they kick Trumpers out. I give them a piece of my mind. Okay, can you parse that first verse to me and tell me what that was? He goes to a gay bar and... Drinks a lot, throws up, and falls down. Yeah, I don't know. Just... I mean... Steve 
I mean, God bless you, you know? I don't know, Steve. $20 for the album download. 35 bucks for the album download plus the autograph CD. $993 pledge of $4,000 for a goal. 21 backers, 26 days to go. This is a... Uh, boy, that is, that is a real limp. I would say that is a real limp effort at yeah. getting at the president. What else are you going to do, though? Not write songs about him? No, no, no. You got to take that creative energy I don't and want to suggest do something that. with it. I know? never want to suggest that you should stop doing this weird, like, like basically like a bar band version of just like just strumming on a thing and going, woohoo. I mean, do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's obviously very good. And we need more of that type of music, I find now. Music has become, what well, is what I think, music has become too interesting. Um, it's become too varied. It's become too open to like all walks of life. Yeah. I think we need to get back to just like the old like white guy going Warbling like. Warbling on a. Way. The instruments, the instruments were good. I'll give them that. The drums were. The drums were great. The drums were adequate. I, I'm not going to budge on anything else. <laughs> this, is where, this is where we talk shit on it and then say, but you know. But still, uh, he's trying really hard. You got to do something. You don't have to you do gotta anything. You got to do something. You, know? you don't have to do anything. Nothing is. Trump is not your muse. You just don't have any ideas. You can't just hang out, you know. Uh, news to me, pal. The sort of white album. Actually, what does that mean? The white album, like the Beatles, sort, sort of, of white because he's orange. White, yeah. Is that I what guess that is? So. Do the orange album. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you do that? You know, stupid. And they don't even sound like Beatles songs. I'm not gonna go in on this guy. Do you know okay. a lot about the Beatles? I know everything about the Beatles. Is that because you live with some? You hear me gasp a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> pet spice, get your pet spice. I'm on that corner. I yes. Guess. I don't know what I'm doing. Pet Spice, because they get tired of the same food every day. Mm -hmm. This sounds like something I would make up. It does, yeah. A unique set of dog and cat food seasonings containing seven different flavors, one for each day of the week. Yep. Spice for your dog's food. There's a dog barking outside. What's that all about? I think they want some spice. <laughs> Roof, let me get some spice. Uh, what do you, Mike? What do you think they want more? Do you think? Do you think they're more into uh, Veggie Wednesday or Smoky Sunday? I think they're barking because I heard you talking about the fucking stones. <laughs> My dogs love the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, probably because they thought they were the chewing bones. They thought it Rolling Bones. Okay, chewing bones. It all started thanks to Stanley. This is the backstory. The idea for Pet Spice came to me in my kitchen over 20 years ago. Don't put your dead dog in your thing that we have to make fun of. I began to develop homemade food toppers for my dog, Stanley, who easily grew tired of the same food, even the high, highest quality brands. Over time, I realized that many, if not most, parents experienced the same problematic situation I had with Stanley to different degrees. Essentially, we ask ourselves the same question. Would I be happy eating the exact same meal day after day, no matter how good it tastes? Answer, 
Yes. Yeah, I would. I would. I would be happy I would with be it. Fu- I didn't have to cook anything. Yeah. I'm fucking great. I've actually come around on this because you've always said, you've been you've been stalwart in this, that you just need the nutrition sludge and then you'll yeah. be fine. I don't need to. Now, I still do like taste and I do still like to chew. I, yeah. I would like the variety of something. But if there was a thing where I could like perfect the experience and it just be the same every time, I... Th- think i'm okay with that because of the stress of actually getting the meal right i think we're just talking about meal planning <laughs> we are that's 100 percent what it is i would be meal plan if we weren't doing this shit on fucking sundays yeah and the rest of my family cared to join me in the meal planning part of it i would be meal planning i gotta start doing that i bought the things i just haven't what did you like the containers I haven't bought the food to go in the containers but you got the halfway containers. there yeah okay um so what do you think? What do you think? Like just do like a massive like four pounds of broccoli, yeah, and just throw that into the chicken. containers and do and like that's it. I'm straight seven eight chicken breasts, eggs for the morning, eggs yeah, good. I, I think that's eat fucking good. lunch. Yeah, the micro- coffee. The microwave does suck though. Yeah, it does. The microwave is no good. I was making something the other day. Mm. I was making some. I was making like a dessert thing. Yeah, because I got a wild hair up my ass. What was that, by the way? It was peanut butter bars. Okay. But I did them. Was I, it, I was following a keto recipe. So is all it the a ingredients, buckeye? Not a buck. It's similar to a buckeye. There's no bake. Okay. Peanut, peanut butter on the bottom and then yeah. the, the chocolate. It looked great. But it didn't taste great. Okay. Because <laughs> it was like, ke- I followed a keto, keto recipe and you could definitely tell everything was like low sugar or. Okay. Because no you had to get different chocolate. You had to get different peanut different butter. Flour. Okay. Everything. But I mean, it was fine. I mean, it got what you, you got where you wanted to got go. the idea. I just wanted to do something. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. Which is, sometimes you got to do it. I sometimes you have to do something. Um, I do, no, I like the meal planning thing a lot, man. I would fucking, this, this is my dream. I think this is only because it is like. It was my dream. Front row. Stones concert. <laughs> Mick and all the other guys <laughs> looking right at me. <laughs> I would love to, on Sunday cook an enormous pot chili (laughs) have my chili for the week (laughs) i need to go full chili week yeah and i can't do it because no one else will eat that much chili yeah and the the other thing about it is is i've been doing this our friend greg who you heard uh, on yks premium last week uh he was telling me and i guess this is true he has more experience with this than i do I've been uh, I've been uh, drinking the protein supplements, and when you are on the protein supplements, it's just pure hot gas. I Farting. am I am blowing up downstairs, dude. Yeah, it's nasty and it stonks really bad. Yeah, it's not good. Bad farts. Now look, are farts ever good? Maybe when there's a <laughs> trying to think here. Maybe when some lady's farting in your face and you're paying her for it. <laughs> I guess I Maybe could imagine fine. a scenario in which you, I dropped three hundred and fifty dollars. Any other time, if I'm on the bus or something and someone breaks wind, pu, I'm getting off of the bus. Yeah, getting off first though. Yeah, and they stink and they're very very hot and it's because of the protein that you that I'm yeah because uh, I'm having I'm having like hundreds of milligrams of protein and or grams whatever. I did I too. Know. I did too much of that MCT oil the other day, and I, I got very close to crapping myself. Because <laughs> that just slicks up your insides, yeah, right? Yeah, everything just falls through, kind of. That's not good. That's not, not a good. good feeling. Not good. Well, maybe we both can get our bowels under control. Twenty twenty, we're learning how to sh- take a shit, 
and fart correctly. Um, so this is spices spice. for your fucking dog's food. Look, the dog will eat whatever. Okay, that is true. I've been I've been noticing lately when I drop certain things on the floor, my dog will not eat it, but will still take it. <laughs> Just like, take it somewhere. Like I dropped a piece of I think it was lettuce. I dropped the other day. I was making a sandwich. And I dropped a piece of lettuce and I was like, I looked down. I was like, I'm not even going to bother to pick this up yeah. because I'll just wait until I'm done doing what I'm doing. And Carry the, it somewhere. The dog came to, came over and he looked at it and was like, well, I'm not going to eat it, but I don't want anyone else to have it, you know, and just took it off to his little layer. So he could look I better at the put lettuce. this somewhere. <laughs> this looks <laughs> important. <laughs> <laughs> but my cat, uh, so my cat, I think um, my cat has, I believe has herpes and this is apparently common. <laughs> It's common for cats. I just came back into the... Yeah. I believe it's common for cats to have. My other dead cat had herpes, and I think this cat now has herpes. And the way it manifests for this cat is, like, every few weeks, she will just have, like, this... It looks like an allergy attack. Oh, is that the cat that bit me? What the fuck? <sighs> the cat's never bitten you. The cat will have a runny nose and go, like... <laughs> you know, like... I've been doing that. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and so uh, there's nothing to do for it, just like with people, you know. So instead, I just go every now and then I go and get uh, we get some antibiotics and uh -huh. that like calms down the infection. And um, it seems to uh, it seems to work pretty well. Um, she takes it for a few days and then stops sneezing. And then, you know, down the road, it'll pop up again, probably. But for whatever reason, this time I was as I was giving her the medicine, she just decided she did not like her food anymore. So I was putting food in the bowl and then I was layering like more food on top of the bowl, like just throwing more food yeah. on it. And it was just stacking up like in the weird Looney Tunes way where it's just like comically getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like, man, you're not eating your food. What's what's going on with you? And we had like this standoff for several days where I was like, are you really going to kill yourself? <laughs> like, are you for real going to, are you fixing to die right now? This is how you're going out? Yeah, this is what you're going to do right now. You've been fat your whole life and you've decided right now that you hated the medicine so much <laughs> that you're going to kill yourself over it. Are you stupid? And she would like walk around. She would meow at me like, eh. and I'm like, yeah. dude, it's your same shit. I don't know what happened to you. It's the same shit over there. Like you, you got big, like you don't care anymore. You're too good for this shit now. Maybe her taste bugs changed up. Evidently, because we went to the store, we got some different cat food, and yeah. she's loving it. She's just done with that cat food, I guess. My cat will not eat the solid food, the dry food. This is fucking cat hour on my cat. That's insane to me that the cat, the the wet food will will take you to the poorhouse. Sometimes I'll I'll just feed her popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> she will eat the popcorn. Okay. Loves popcorn. Can't get get can't get her to on the. On the fucking meow mix. I can't get the cat to eat kibble, <laughs> but she loves the kettle corn. Well, these spices are kind of similar to the stuff that they have for popcorn. You've seen the yeah. What do we have? We have uh, yeah. We we've talked at length about, about the popcorn, popcorn seasoning? powder seasoning. It's not mine. We've uh, I don't like popcorn. You got Smoky Sunday, Meaty Monday, Turkey Tuesday, Veggie Wednesday. Okay. All these different chicken uh, Thursday, Fishy Friday. If you. If you could tell the difference between Chicken Thursday and Turkey Tuesday, yeah, I think it would be worth getting this stuff to see if you could tell the difference between those two things, and I just give you $100 every time you get one right. My question, nine times out of ten when I see a new dog food product, can a man eat it? 
Will it hurt me? I know it's not good. Will it hurt me? I'm in the I'm in the pet food store and they're trying to help me. And my first question is, what if I eat some of this? What? Just what if? What if? What if I'm opening it and some of it gets into my mouth? A spoonful (laughs) of it gets into my mouth due to gravity. Now I know I'm not supposed to be opening my dog food right (laughs) over the big bowl. That says Mike on it. I open it up like this, <laughs> upside down, above my. Oh open no! Mouth. It's in my spaghetti sauce again. Anyway, you can't eat dog food, folks. I think you could if the first ingredient is like sweet potato. Like They'll I think come you can. for you. Forty dollars uh, gets you a fresh set of the seasonings. That is, you get seven seasonings for forty dollars. What is that? That's about more. That's five dollars. And 75 cents. Per? That's actually $5 and 71 cents. I just did the math in my head. Okay. 5.71428571429, I think. Okay. That would be the most expensive spice I think I've ever bought. Yeah. Have you bought a more expensive spice than that? Let's get into that. When you go down the spice aisle. This is my huge bottle of Old Spice that I have. Oh, okay. Old Spice Cologne that I wear every... I'm just kidding. I wear Dracar Noir. That actually does make sense. Uh, support these guys. I got 177 bugs of $15,000. So they got five backers. 40 days to go, though. So it's anybody's ballgame, Jeff. $177 of fifteen grand. let us see what that is. What's, what's $15,000 minus... Oh, you're going to do more math over there. I, I bet you're going to get, you get it exactly right. Yeah, minus one seventy-seven, where they're at now. Let's see what we how. Oh, they only have fourteen hundred more dollars to go. So. Oh, you were just okay. You were just doing subtraction. I thought maybe you were doing division. No, just doing uh, basic, keeping it real. Just doing basic subtraction over here. Okay. I don't like to dip into the division, and you know, even addition. Sometimes I'll be like, I don't really. Even addition. So, a lot of people would say addition is the first one, but you're saying of, even no, that yeah, one. A lot of, I just get confused, you know? Yeah. People start putting stuff on top of other stuff, and it's like, now there's more than what was here, and it's like, <laughs> start over. No, you're you right. Know? You're right. That could be problematic. Yeah, I can see that. Um, all right, Mike. Uh, the next one we got is, well, why not? Let's do this one. It's called the Star Universe TV Network. Star I've Universe. heard about this. You have heard about this? No, never. I was just trying to add something to the conversation. Okay, it was good. I will say, don't click on this one because... Oh, the, yeah. The, the fucking... The image... I I truly believe that this is the image of a decapitated dog. It is, yeah. Um, And the reason that that is the image is because this guy is pro-animal. Yeah. So one of those curious things where you love dogs so much that you spend a lot of time looking at pictures of dead ones and then put them on the screen so other people can look at the picture of the dead dog. Um, really disturbing uh, guy and really uh, insane uh, project here. This is a global celebrity-driven investigative news show that solves huge problems with the goal of saving the planet. Star Universe TV Network. Yeah, we are raising funds to launch our TV show to make people aware of global issues affecting the environment ensure, and ensure the, the preservation of people and animals worldwide. We care about these issues because the planet needs our help. We plan to promote this by screening the show globally, by streaming it worldwide, as well as network and foreign television. Writer and TV producer Rex Reginald, originally from Hollywood, has wrote and produced one of the highest grossing shows for Paramount Television, 
by exposing illegal dog fighting. Now living in Las Vegas, Nevada, he plans on launching a new and exciting TV network with the first show of its kind. Star Universe, protecting people, animals, and the environment. This shit to me, you know what this looks like to me? This looks like a fucking intro to like a cult. Yeah. Star Universe, we're protecting the planet. Very generic wording on all this stuff. Weird, just some weird veganism stuff, right? I think it is like militant veganism. Exposing illegal dog fighting. Good. That is that's That's good. good. But as far as what the video shows, um, this is a whole episode of the show. We we can't. Star Universe protecting people, animals. I mean, this is a weird guy. I'm your host Rex Reginald, and we plan to get down and really take care of some business today. You know this political baby stuff that we have to listen to on TV. It's possible new intro for the show. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I mean, that just really jumps off the page. Thinking that <laughs> sucking the oxygen out of things, and so bad, bad problems like the ones we're going to show you—they're not being solved. Okay, now. Um, the world's losing its mind, in case you haven't noticed. I mean, people are falling off of cliffs, taking selfies and mountains and crazy stuff. I can't go to the health club without people having their cell phone in the jacuzzi or the sauna. Very different level of things. I mean, talking about people eating dogs and cats, but then you're pivoting to people are on their phones. And this guy's not opening his mouth at all to speak. It's like we're tech zombies or something, you know, and people are kind of losing focus as to what's really important. So today we're going to show you some very powerful images that will change your life. You will be shocked to see what they do in Asia to dogs and cats. And we're not talking a few or a few thousand. We're talking 50 million dogs between China, South Korea, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand that are being Burned alive with torches. We'll show you that in a second. <laughs> awesome. Don't. Please don't, though. <laughs> and this is on TV. I can just watch this whenever I want. <laughs> what are you fucking out of your mind, dude? It's so good. Uh, so from there, we've got uh, a really horrendous slideshow of mutilated uh, animals. Yeah. And uh, just uh, vicious killings, it looks like to me. Um and stuff that's really truly not identifiable. I, I, don't, so. I don't. I don't want to be the guy who's like, yeah, well, you know, they we eat fucking. You should see the conditions that our meat is in. But it's like it is true. It's like fucking. It's all. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm not going to eat a dog. I'm not either. And that's going to be clipped. Fuck you. Uh, but I mean, that's what they do. I don't think. First of all, I don't know how prevalent that is to begin with. What, do- eating dogs? I don't know how prevalent it is to begin with that, yeah, the, there these other meat sources. I mean, sure, I guess anything is possible. I know, like, in Germany, they eat horse meat or whatever. I, yeah. under- I understand there are, there, are different, there are different standards for this yeah. in different cultures. I understand People are that. just so shocked because it's a dog. And it's sure. like, yeah, okay, but, sure. you know, pigs can be domesticated right. and fucking, That's you know, any true. chickens can be your fucking pet friend. I That's- mean... All that is absolutely true. It's all the but same I don't shit. think you have to get into even cultural relativism to be like, uh, this is not a good TV show idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to look you at it. You maybe don't even have to say but I, but I think you're absolutely... There's a reason why it's not on CNN, because right. nobody wants to look at a bunch of dead dogs. But know? I think... But, of course, what you said about the way that we that we treat our factory farmed animals and that yeah. kind of thing is 100% right on the nose. 
that doesn't that doesn't make any of it any good. But that is true as well. And it this this is why I think people have such a problem with saying, well, you know what they do over there, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, what do we do over here first? Yeah. yeah. And it makes it kind of seem like you're more focused on other places because you have a problem with those people. The way that they, yeah, as opposed to the people over here is why I think that is maybe. Well, it's it's uh, I mean, I I heard in my entire life that you know other countries are dirty, you know, dangerous. Yeah. They don't have, but there's, I mean, even if it were true, there's reasons for. Yeah, of course. You know, we, <laughs> I mean, these fucking Central American countries that we fucking went in and plundered and stuff and now they're all shitholes or whatever the fucking president Yeah, I don't think said. anybody other than Ben Shapiro it's thinks like, that people like doing yeah. things that aren't as good. I mean, that's just psychotic. Crazy um, but there's a few clips from this show that are very fun to listen to because he goes from, like I said, really, really visceral stuff that he's showing in a slideshow and going, well, that doesn't seem very good, does it? <laughs> and then he has this person on and the connection of the two things is anybody's guess, so... Star Universe, protecting people, animals, and the environment. I'm your host, Rex Reginald. We've shown you some very brutal, uh, powerful things today. Now, we're- professional studio, by the way. I don't. It's not gonna. I mean, I'm, the audio sounds, sounds like he's good. Sleep. But he's he sounds terrible. Sounds his negative charisma. The studio he's in is like a professional television yeah. studio. We're gonna have a little lighter situation we've got the greatest publicist in hollywood miss charmaine blake she does the big tv and movie gifting suites with all the top stars and she brought me a gift bag with some amazing products in there i'm gonna follow the dog dead dogs am i I on after the dead dogs (laughs) yeah i will call you over to the desk can you fucking believe that guys um welcome to star universe Yes, I did bring you some stuff from my gifting suite. I do them everywhere, every year. I'm sorry, every year after every major award shows in oh, Hollywood. Oh. So I want to say that's me and Cuba Gooding Jr. at his birthday party. Um, now she's just showing a picture at the age of her with some celebrities. Party. That's me and Bin Laden. Uncle Joe. Bin Laden? <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. She did say... She did, right? Yeah, she did say Bin Laden. She said she, she meant Joe Biden. <laughs> she said Bin Laden, but it's it's actually a photo of her with Joe Biden. That's me and Bin Laden. Uncle Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uncle it's Joe. actually this it's I want to say it's actually this the same picture three times for some reason. Oh. He uh and that's me. That's my big gift and sweet. There you have um Tony Potts from NBC and many others come to come in coming up. One of the pictures in that slideshow was uh, literally a mannequin. Yeah. Jason Bateman, right? No, from Mannequin 2 on the move. <laughs> you may recognize this mannequin <laughs> from stage and screen. Listen, this is another good. Tony Potts from NBC Tony Potts. and many others come to come in. Coming in and out. Jason Bateman, right? No, that's not Jason Bateman. Oh, <laughs> that's Oscar winner Phil Ryder. Oh. So, um, yeah. Does not look Don't like Jason. Right shit. now, I'm just happy to be here to support your cause, Star Universe, and, you know, bring a little Hollywood into this mix a little bit. Well, absolutely. We're going to be streaming around the world with big stars, so. Yeah, and not just big star, but other people that wants to help fight. Sure. Them. You know, sure, the everybody. dog meeting all over the world. So now, from my television and movie gift and suite, I bought you some very, very natural gifts that nice. I think you'd like because you don't eat animals. No. So your natural... We're, we're these the are plant-based. The vegan This way. is Vitalini Superfood. 
All right. Vitalini Super. I mean, this is just completely bizarre. A train wreck, man. <laughs> is that not super strange? <laughs> Some cable access shit. So she's Very just. Funny, so she's just like a. So she probably she's like a, just a publicist. She she's puts up a big tent. Head. And then ha- whoever fucking walks through the fucking thing, she takes a picture of and says, thanks for coming to my gifting yeah. suite. And then gives them like a bottle of vodka or something. Yeah. She's in touch with the stars of this guy. So this guy thinks, yeah, this is, I, I just, there's something super fascinating to me about this weird underbelly of LA and like Hollywood people who are like. Yeah, I love it. There's, there's, there's totally nothing going on there. You got to, what is this? It makes something out of nothing. It's like two guys talking for. Okay. Four or five years now. Years. And it was on the, I think, the Discovery Channel. Oh, they sell tours. You can buy a tour if you've got money, go up there to Antarctica, hunt them down, and invade their territory where they're struggling to survive. Wow. And then you're going to go kill them. I want everybody to know that for every action in the universe, there's a reaction. If you kill, you will be killed. Right. You go out and kill a bunch of animals, you'll get cancer, you'll die of something. Karma is undeniable and this is bad karma what they're doing look at that poor elephant (laughs) hell of a show idea i would i would i would almost pitch something that was like what if there were a bunch of friends who lived in an apartment and they were just like trying to find love yeah they work at coffee shop but this one could be good too, where you got these uh, bunch uh, of tortured animals on, and then someone says, "You should check this out. It's a vegan treat." Yeah. So that's my idea for a show. Two dollars sounds like he's just blasted on oxy. <laughs> Two dollars pledge of seventy nine thousand four hundred dollar goal. Two backers, fifty nine days to go uh, for five hundred bucks. This is the only level you can pledge at five hundred bucks. You get fifty tickets to a star studded. Launch party, free food and drinks. That's right. Um, you, and it says you get one ticket per pledge of five hundred dollars or more, even though it says fifty tickets. So that seems like a problem there. For a thousand dollars, you'll get a guest spot on one of our tapings, and we'll be able to pitch a name or product upon arrival if you have something special. So, um, and then also right below that, it says ten one guest spot. For one thousand dollars, so you either get so if you give a thousand dollars, you either get one guest spot or ten. If you have something good to plug, yeah. and for five hundred dollars, you either get fifty tickets uh, or one ticket. So interesting to see which way that goes. Um, seems like a misfire, but that is Star Universe. Mike, what's your last one, buddy? I'm sad, JF. It's the last one, which means it's all—it's almost time for the end of the uh, the end of the episode. Yeah, you're looking. You're patting down all of your pockets right now to make sure they have everything. Find my in. fucking keys so I get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <clears throat> I'm kidding. That's a joke, everyone. Relax. That's a joke. I, I, my, I know exactly where my keys are. No padding required. As soon as this is over, Mike will still be here for another hour or two just slapping the microphone around because he can't stand. <laughs> Can I have one of your pieces of dentine ice? Yeah. You, are you going to fucking chew right into the microphone? I, just wanna, I actually just want to try Bird it. brain? Can I just try it? Yeah. Can I try it? You can try it. Let me open it on a mic. You still have to talk. Um... Hey, I got something for you. Uh, I haven't had any of this. Dentine ice. Knock your knock you on your ass. Oh my god! Knock you on your ass. Oh my god! Is this even legal? Nest, the ultimate anti wrinkle pillow for everyone. 
Nest Anti-Wrinkle Pillow helps you avoid the emergence of sleep wrinkles and marks on your face, neck, and cleavage. How many times this happened to you? You go into work. Job interview. Zero. <laughs> I, mod- I modified it. Hold on. <laughs> you go at a job interview. Like three, maybe, I think. And your boss says, okay, your resume looks really good. Zero. Everything looks fucking fine. None. However, I noticed you had wrinkles all over your cleavage. <laughs> this is a truly bizarre product to me. We've all been there. Nest Anti-Wrinkle Pillow helps you avoid the emergence of sleep wrinkles, marks on your face. I will say, do you does the does the typeface that says Nest look familiar to you at all? Yeah, I mean, it's basically ident- identical to the Google product. Yeah. Nest. Literally a copy, just a palette swap Kerning on the color. is a little bit off. Yeah. You see how the N and the E are, and the S are kind of spaced far apart, whereas the S and the T are close together. I actually would not have caught that, but now that you pointed out, I do see it. The anti-wrinkle pillow, look, I mean... Good gum. It's great gum. The pillow itself looks like a nut sack. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It looks like a nut sack if you spread out the nut sack all of the way. Have you spread out your nuts? Have you ever done that? Have you ever... Just to see how far it could go. Have you ever made your nut sack into a vagina and then kind of fingered it with like your middle finger? Just Just to kind of... Kind of think about what it would be like to... Yes, of course. It's called a fantasy. Obviously. Anyone can have them. And it's normal. Um, I don't think I need an anti-wrinkle pillow. I'm doing pretty good. You do have a great complexion. I don't think anyone is going to deny that anytime <laughs> soon. And if they are, they're going to have me to deal with. <laughs> um, let's see what the video says about this. Every day... Millions of women and men around the world wake up with unwanted sleeping wrinkles and marks on their faces as a result of the pressure exerted against the pillow by the face and body position. This situation repeats every day. Consequently, these sleeping marks become permanent wrinkles. Our challenge was to stop the emergence of those sleep wrinkles and marks on the face, neck, and cleavage. Therefore, we decided to create an exceptional anti-wrinkle pillow. Our team began to create the pillow of the future, exploring new shapes and materials, aiming to generate a new sleeping experience. We started working along with a renowned design studio in Barcelona, Spain, to create a piece that was more than a simple bed accessory. We wanted a pillow that avoided the emergence of wrinkles by providing the best head support, thus promoting a healthy body position while sleeping. More, we aspired to create a pillow that, beyond its functionality, could become an object of desire, a piece of unique design that would stand out in the decoration of the room. We developed Nest, the ultimate anti-wrinkle pillow designed to prolong the youthful appearance of your skin. Okay, well, I have to sneeze. (sighs) Get it out. That's how I sneeze. It's crap. You know, it's crap. This thing is the funny thing about this that you may not realize crap. At, at first. That is, it's crap. Forget the anti wrinkle. Forget the weird pseudoscience of you getting wrinkles by laying on your face, which yeah. not sure that's supported by anything. But this is also a pillow that will not accept a pillowcase. 
because of the fact that it is rounded like a big ass. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd shape, right? I just saw one. I think, I think I was doing research for the show. That doesn't sound just right. winking. Um, but I saw the, this other pillow that was like a cube. Uh-huh. Did we see that together, or was that just me? I don't think I've seen the cube independently doing research for the show. Mm-hmm. Me and my free time. Um, but there's this pillow that's like a. And that's cube. why we're talking about the cube pillow today, right? <laughs> It's a cube. It's a perfect like a like a dentine ice cube, not the one that you had. I just swallowed. Different, but uh, so my my point was like uh, all these people saying this is the best pillow shape. This is the best one to get. Right, I got all these goddamn pillows now. You know, you do have a lot of different pillows. Yeah, this is uh boy. So you if you scroll down, you see the guy laying down, right. And what they have done is they have taken his normal-looking face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> drawn wrinkle lines on it. Like on his neck and stuff. Like, that's just his neck. That's just how the neck goes when you... I mean... You'll notice that there's not a follow-up of him laying on the nest pillow without wrinkle Without lines. the red lines. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been easy for them. That could have been easy. That would have been... That's a slam dunk. Uh, uh, it says, don't sleep this way, sleep this way. So you're supposed to sleep flat on your back with your head inside... So the the thing the thing that they propose is that the wrinkles that you get on your face from aging, perfectly natural, as your skin loses its elasticity over time, right? Mm-hmm. They propose that what that actually is from is from you laying on your face, sleeping too hard, incorrectly, your yeah. skin bunching up on and the it pillow, gets stuck that way if you're not careful. Or it's not clear the pillowcase Stupid. bunching up and then like folding onto your skin is that maybe a problem Junk. as well? Um, but what they think you should do is lay flat on your back with your head in this fucking thing that makes you look like you're in an MRI, MRI machine, just like, yeah. And then you see this beautiful woman in the mirror. She's like, wow, my face looks awesome. And she's got like concealer and everything on. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, this does is look a, like a bath pillow, right? It does look like a bath pillow. It looks, I mean, it looks like an ergonomic, I mean, it looks like yeah. something you'd have on a computer chair or something. Um, Come on, gang. You know? We, we can't be falling for the pillow scam. Oh, I got a new pillow. It's going to change my life. Shut up. Well, wait till you hear what it costs, Mike, because for 10 euros... $50. Well, for 10 euros, you get updates on all the pillows. You don't actually get a pillow. Pillow updates, yeah. For for twenty, So 25 bucks, you get the exclusive pillowcase, which it doesn't show on here, I don't think, so I don't even know what it looks like. Um... For $109, you get the best deal. That is uh, the pillow and the pillowcase and another pillowcase in white. Um, you can also get uh, the the couples, the early bird couple, for $186. You can get two pillows and two pillowcases. Um, MSRP on this stuff is going to be like $300 a pillow. So you yeah, got to get in now. Good. While the pillow is still several times more expensive than any pillow on the market. I like how they do that. They throw in an extra one. Yeah, sure. Now there's two. Doesn't cost us shit. We'll toss in an extra oh, one. Oh, by it. the way, I'm the person who buys one pillow at a time. <clears throat> I've never yeah. made a bed before. I'll be buying one pillow. What the fuck? Well, sometimes you... I mean, who... Sometimes it's just wh- you. What <laughs> kind of psycho is buying one <laughs> pillow? Are you kidding me? All right. Uh oh, but that one actually made a lot of money, right? Uh, well, not a lot. Twenty seven hundred seventy three dollars of sixteen thousand four hundred nineteen dollars. Twenty backers, forty two days to go. That uh, 
Sleep bean. That's, That's a little, what I should have called it. It is a little cutie sleepy bean, isn't it? Mike, the last one I've got is called Sourced Fact. Journalism with open fact checking. It's a platform for journalism with open and accessible fact checking. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I think we've had one of these before on the show. We've had, I think we've had a, a similar type of tool on Baker's Dozen, one of these, huh? When it comes to our governments and important public issues, the best evidence-based journalism is getting drowned out in a sea of misinformation. Source fact helps great journalism stand out by making the fact checking behind it as accessible to readers as possible. How is sourced fact different? Uh, first of all, you can't fucking say it. That's a shitty word to put together. <laughs> there are many important projects working to chase down, flag, and correct misinformation, but the work it takes to refute misinformation is much, much greater than the work to produce it. Instead of chasing down every piece of misinformation, sourced fact is helping the best journalism stand out from everything else. The long-term goal is to enable any writer anywhere on the web, not just on sourcedfact.com, to use this technology to make their fact-checking open and accessible to their readers. We'll be open in sourcing the code, and there will be no paywalls. So, um, as they said, this this type of thing does exist in some ways, right? I think maybe on uh, like on a lower level, a more accessible level, you have Snopes, which kind of takes the funny myths out there like uh her uh, uh what was it ben carson thinks there is a bean of the mind or whatever yeah you can uh you can take that, that true some, that one was true they did rule that one was true um but then there's also uh mike what are, what are the other ones called is politifact one of them is that and then there's the politifact what's the pinocchio the pinocchio is that, that the same that's thing? the washington post i think that, stupid that, fucking shit that does that shit and I, what I wanted to talk about with this one is, and then I didn't look it up, so I guess I'll just have to guess. Uh, what was the one that uh, he gave Bernie Sanders Pinocchios because... Oh, yeah. What was that one about? Do you remember what <gasps> Fuck, that one that was? That was so good because it was like, oh, he actually won't save X amount of money. He will save X amount of money over several years. And it's like, <laughs> you should be fucking whoever you fucking are. <laughs> well, can't, fucking idiot. Can't say that one. Um the uh the cherry picked claim that Medicare for all would save uh two trillion dollars. Glenn Kessler is the guy who does the fact checking. Oh, I was talking about somebody else. <laughs> so as not to put an explicit threat on his life, I was talking about someone else. I was referring to another okay. person. Um, I'm trying to find this guy writes a lot of words when he does all this shit. Well, he's um, a journalist when he's doing journalism. Very annoying. This is not even the one that I think. Uh, this is not even the one I was looking for. Uh, okay, check this out. Oh wow! Look, are you are you fucking kidding me? I just clicked on a link. You know what link I just clicked on What's to that? help me explain this? What's that? Rolling Stone, baby. This one is this is the one I was thinking of here. The Washington Post's latest fact check of Bernie Sanders is really something by Tim Dickinson. Okay, this is the one. Uh, so this was a part of, of course, uh, Sanders' um, Medicare for All proposal that I think he's really into for some reason. I think I won't shut up about it. He says 500,000 people go bankrupt every year because they cannot pay their outrageous medical bills. Um, he said that on TV. He said that on Twitter. He says uh, 500,000 Americans will go bankrupt this year for medical bills. They didn't go to Las Vegas and blow their money at a casino, which would be fun. Their crime was that they got sick. Not even that good of a crime. How barbaric is a system that says, I'm going to destroy your family's finances because you had cancer? Now, Glenn Kessler and the folks over at the Washington Post fact-checking department. So it was actually 500. 
2001. <laughs> it's actually uh, very close to that. Yeah. Um, so they gave him three Pinocchios for that claim, which means mostly false. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason uh, that they gave him uh, three Pinocchios on there is because the they were concerned that the bankruptcies were not uh, exclusive to medical stuff. The medical debt. So that, okay. So the reason that that is a problem is because sense, if yeah. someone who is living a normal life incurs a I don't know fifty thousand dollar medical bill and then declares bankruptcy. You can't say it's just because of that medical bill because they also yeah. probably had to pay like the heating bill and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like that's kind of nice try, Uncle Bernie. Maybe not buying it. You know, maybe if they had <laughs> not paid their heating bill for forty eight years, they could have mm-hmm. saved up the money to pay off the, the the big medical bill they got from having a cough in the emergency room. Old old Bernie trying to sell you a bill of goods, right? You know. Yeah. It's a bill of not very, not that good. Not very good. Not very good. Meanwhile, you are getting uh, uh, trafficked over to the island where they all, what was it? They all smoke cigars, the little boy island? They all turned into donkeys Whatever or something. Whatever the Pinocchio thing was, all that freak shit. Yeah. It's all Epstein to me. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. So anyways, that's what happens when you become a fact-checking type of guy. <laughs> or you become like our old friend Neil deGrasse Tyson. Who like gets extremely literal about uh, <laughs> movies, and I guess that's like his job now. Right? Fucking empty life. <laughs> now, now look the fact. If having the fact, just the facts, ma'am. That's all good to have the facts. That's very. That's a. It's very depressing to think about that. <laughs> just you have so much money, and you're sitting there tweeting out these because the fans, you know, they'll just. They, it's just chum. For they these will just at reply you until you do it. Elon Musk dorks. Dying for you to say something so they can put it on a Ooh, fucking red bubble t-shirt. I love it, sir. Oh, can I have some more? <laughs> Jimmy um, Neutron should actually have been like, just shut, yeah. fucking shut the fuck up. He should have been Jimmy Electron. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. For some. For whatever reason. For some atomic. He would think of a reason. And so that's what this is. Um. I'm going to play the video a little bit. This is actually, this is one of the rare things on, on YKS that has the Project We Love uh, badge on uh, wow. on Kickstarter. So, like, they editorially chose this one. Very interesting. Good evidence-based journalism takes work. It takes research. It takes time. There are journalists out there doing incredible work, rigorous writing on issues that matter. But we only ever see the final product. We don't see the investigations behind it. And in today's sea of noise, it's getting harder and harder to separate the well-researched journalism from the inaccurate, the half-truth, and the exaggerated. What if we could see the research that went into a piece of journalism? What if the fact-checking was open and accessible to every reader? Sourced Fact is a platform for journalists to share their fact-checking with everyone. Every fact gets its own fact-checking page. There you see the original primary source evidence. Often primary source documents are long and time consuming. That's why just linking to them is not very accessible to readers. Here you get annotations which walk you through the passages relevant to the given fact. SourceFact also supports fact checks involving multiple documents, video evidence, and more. SourceFact is specifically for journalism that's based on publicly reviewable evidence, not journalism based on off-the-record sources. If we make it easy for journalists to show their work and make it accessible to readers, 
the rigorous evidence-based journalism will stand out from everything else. Hi, I'm Yaz, a computer programmer and the creator of SourceFact. Three years ago, I started building tools to help with the fact-checking of important public issues. Many experiments and hundreds of fact-checks later, I launched SourceFact. The long-term goal is to enable anyone... So this is they want to create like a rap genius for uh-huh. articles where they have annotations uh, next to their articles saying these are the this is the evidence supporting whatever I wrote or whatever yeah so you can kind of follow along just an absolute misunderstanding of I think uh, journalism uh, psychology the nature of truth um, it's just it's tr- it truly crazy to me that people think that things are going to be okay if you can provide enough evidence to someone. Yeah, that something is. Yeah, true. I mean, how do you not know at this point that that's not how it works? I was watching something and they were interviewing some Trump person or something. I forget what it was, but it was like, oh, hey, what do you think about this or whatever? And then they they did one of those switcheroo type Daily Show things where they're like, well, yeah. actually, actually, he said he, he said, said he didn't X, like y, it. Z, or, yeah. And it's like, oh, and the person was just like, I don't care. I'll vote for him no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do, you know? And they pulled out a machete and chopped the chopped guy's head off. Chopped the reporter's like, head off, What the yeah. fuck do you think is going to happen? They're psychos. They're all freaks. I mean, take the example of Medicare for All. Now, you and I both, I think, have uh, an unsteady agreement that it's not the right way forward. Yeah. You should, there should be a choice. You should have a, we should have a choice. I don't want I, to do I, I love my Aetna uh, Premium Plus plan. <laughs> That rocks so much. My kid now is, um, my, we, I think I've talked about this. We're working on getting my kid to be less picky at dinner time. Yeah. And the way that we're doing that is saying, look, we're making you a meal here. You have several things on your plate. <laughs> some things are good. Some things are maybe a little bit different to you. Yeah. But when you decide you don't want to eat, you don't get to get up and like go get a popsicle or something. You just, this is what it is. If you don't want to eat this, you're not yeah. going to eat it. You know, that's it. So. It's the same way with Edna. You got cancer. Yeah. You know, here's your options: die or kill yourself. Yeah, and if you don't like it, well, I'm so sorry. You're not getting a popsicle. I just <laughs> the popsicle costs six thousand dollars. <laughs> this is a medical popsicle. It costs six thousand dollars. Um, I I just love it. I love it. I want my choice. I'm an American, and mm-hmm. Americans like choice, and I deserve to have my choice. I don't want to have the free health care. I don't like it. That's fucking what isn't that what Buddha judge is all yeah that's what, that's that's what his thing is fucking worm well, let me be clear doing his fucking little, Obama little rat worm he's a puke he wants the cheese he and he'll never get the cheese he's not gonna get the fucking cheese you're not gonna get that cheese piece of shit <laughs> um so Medicare for all for example you put you put you put sourced fact on there and you have like a, an editorial from Bernie that says well uh, just, hey, call me crazy, but I think that all the people who have everything should give the people who have nothing something. Mm-hmm. And then maybe all of us can live uh, nice lives where we don't have to die in the mud. And then you can put a little citation there that says, uh, citation one, uh, human lives uh, have inherent value. <laughs> and then someone clicks on that, and then it takes you to a passage in the Bible. Like, what do you, what's the... What is the what's the sourced fact for? Um, yeah, I don't get it. We shouldn't run each over, run each other over with steamrollers until we just laugh, laugh, laugh. Yeah. Actually, running people over with steam it gives people uh, with steamrollers a job. So it's actually not like what is your? 
Ah, that's so good. Would be nice to live in the world with this uh, this objective uh, truth that we can all yeah. uh, agree upon with just maybe just one one or two clicks and you have the information right in front of your face and you can go, oh, I see now where I was wrong. It's funny thinking about like that stuff, right? Because computers and stuff are supposed to make information and like you, you would think like that we would, we're supposed to be like, Oh my God, we have all this information at our fingertips. We're supposed to be so smart. Mm-hmm. We're so fucking stupid. Just watching the same five YouTube videos all of our life. <laughs> yeah. Man gets hit in the nuts. That one's funny. Though. It makes me feel like uh, 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 that movie is a uh, idiot. Idiocracy is a, uh, you know. We're actually too stupid to even think of to what, even remember what, what, what the movie was. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. That's. Uh, Secure source fact. Secure forty eight hundred dollars of fifteen thousand dollars. Forty one backers. Twenty three days to go. What do you Snack get if you facts. pledge? Thirty five bucks. You do a subscription to it. Sixty five bucks. You get to be a producer. Get a say in the future of journalism. Okay, so that's cool. For sixty five bucks, mm-hmm. you get a, an invite to a bi monthly group call with the team where you get to give them your thoughts and ideas. Now, normally. That would cost one hundred million dollars to yeah, buy a newspaper. I mean, <laughs> now you can do it for sixty bucks. Are you fucking stupid? That's stupid. Absolutely, brain dead nonsense. Source fact. That was uh, source fact. That was the six pack. Let's read an email. Then let's go see who's gonna win some of these big golden th- whatevers. Ooh, you're gonna wanna contact Blackheads. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call eight oh two two five nine piss. Send them something at the mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee, 370 They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics. That's right, Mike. We're gonna dig in the old mailbag here. I'm gonna read a couple of emails. First, though... I thought we would celebrate some birthdays. What do you think about that? I love that idea. Do you really love that idea? I don't remember you loving that idea on December 11th when it was my birthday. I don't remember you <laughs> knocking down my door with a big cake and blowing out the candles for me and then lighting the candles again and saying, you blow out the candles this time, buddy. I love you. You know, it's so funny. I was driving around the other day and yeah. I was, uh, you were saying something to me in the chat mm-hmm. and I was like, smart ass motherfucker. So I was going to drive to your house, <laughs> which would have been like a 20... 20- Mile drive, but I was like, that'd be so funny if I showed up at his house yeah. and just said, fuck you, and then left. That would have been a great bit. Funny. Would have been even better if I was at the store and then saw yeah, you on my doorbell home. cam ringing yeah. the doorbell. <laughs> what the fuck does this open piece up, of shit Open want? up, open up, open <laughs> up. Uh, this is kind of cool, Mike. We got, uh, let's see. Got a couple celebrity birthdays this week, JF. We, we haven't done this in a while on the show, but I wanted to give a shout out to John Grisham. Oh, author, awesome. Author John Grisham did The Firm, A Time to Kill. Yep. You know, all of his uh, famous books, The Pelican Brief. And that story is, if you're, if you're a bird fan, check out The Pelican Brief. Yeah. I'm actually more of a Pelican Boxer Brief guy. It's a legal suspense thriller okay. written by John Grisham in 1992. I guess there's some birds involved in it. Maybe there's, it's about bird law. Magician uh, Teller of Penn and Teller is 72 on February 14th. That's kind of cool. Teller, now, correct me if I'm wrong, is the one who does not speak. I think that's correct. And that is one of the main jokes of the show. Yeah. 
that he does not talk. You've also got uh, Zach Galligan from uh, Gremlins, who's 56. Bunch of great fellas. James Dean, John Williams. I mean, great fucking bunch of guys. Here. Oh, my God. Meg the Stallion is turning 25 on February 15th. Is that true? So young, dude. I need to cut my own head off. <laughs> And a special birthday shout out to Nick Bombo Noise, a fan of uh, YKS, the person we did this entire bit for just yeah. now with the birthday thing. And nobody else asked and us to do this. Zero payoff. None. And it wasn't even that funny. Just wanted to say it. Just I did not know. It. When we started, I didn't know Meg the Stallion was having a birthday. And now yeah. I feel like I've ruined my night. You didn't get her anything. I got her something. The table's at... <laughs> she's, she's not going to like it. <laughs> Richard writes, do you people, do people you know eat this? Someone went to Tennessee and brought this back to our Toronto office. And the picture that he enclosed in the email was a uh, was a couple of bags of pork rinds, one of which was dill pickle flavored. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah. Pork rinds. Do I mean, people eat, eat it. I think you've brought those over here before. The dill pickle pork rinds? No, I don't just think so. regular style pork rinds. I, I think don't brought, know about that. I think you've brought some. I'm not a big pork rind guy. I don't eat the pork rinds. Maybe it was me. I like the dill pickle sunflower seeds, though. I've those are had, the bomb. I've not had that. I like those. That sounds really good. People do eat the the pork rinds. People say they're, I mean, the keto guys are going crazy. But they say to eat those. I you don't know? like them. One of, my, one of my least favorite artificial or even natural, I guess, but one of my least favorite flavors on something is smoky. And that's basically what they are, is they have like a smoky flavor that I just don't, I'm just not. I just like, like crunching on something. It's like too I like, crunchy. I like a chip. I guess. The, uh, a pork rind is like a, a, a smoky, gristly chomp. That's it. It's like just, a dog treat. Just nothing. I'd, I'd rather just have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just give me, me nothing. But people down here eat hog's feet. I mean, you can get yeah. the pickled hog's feet in the jars and old country guys How do you those. get around? Just kidding, Jesse. Don't hit me. Put your fucking hand down. Pull your fucking hand down. I'm pulling out the big gun from the <laughs> fucking Joker. Um, also, Andy writes in, Hey, guys, listen to your latest episode. You mentioned No Holds Barred. This was a pretty classic scene in it. The sniveling wimp Hulk scares makes a kind of sound I'd imagine most guys who email podcasters also make. I'm sure two or three internet guys beat me to sharing this video. No, no one sends us any emails. We talked about this. But it stuck with me for almost 30 years. Long time, first time. I love the show. Thanks, Andy. I'm going to play the clip right now. I thought about this clip. You did. After we said this on the episode and I was driving home and I was like, fuck, we should have talked about that. Such an iconic scene of that movie. No holds barred. Check it out. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. He's, he's, (laughs) so he's. uh, First of all, he just ate a bunch of sushi. He just, just. (laughs) He just destroyed a bunch of guys who were chasing him, yeah. uh, if I remember correctly. And he's cornered the one guy who's like a little sniveling lawyer type guy in his like limousine, I think. I haven't yes. seen the fucking film in so long. But That's right. Town car, yeah. He's got this guy cornered in this limousine and now he's about to uh, he's about to pounce on him and, and the guy take doesn't the last like guy it. out. Yeah. He rips the door off Isn't the hinges. Isn't this the porno video? <laughs> <laughs> he reaches back and grabs his wet behind. Yeah. <laughs> and Hulkster's like, What's that smell? <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> if you're a kid and somebody says Dookie game over that's so funny that's so funny and also now it's pretty it's like a nine out of ten right now yeah so that's the show that's it 
your Kickstarter sucks, gmail.com. Patreon, iTunes, regular mail. We're all over the place. We're everywhere and nowhere all at once. Call Mike. Jesse, 931. No, don't fucking give that out. What the fuck's wrong with you? Hey, DB and JF. Just listened to your latest episode. And you're talking about uh, technicians hooking up to the fire hydrants, uh, what you called the Saints Dogs Piss On. Well, I'm one of those technicians, and I just wanted to let you know that is uh, a procedure we do about once per month to remove all the excess dog piss and uh, a little bit of the dog cum, too. you got to leave a little bit. Anyways, have a good night.